All right, here we go. Another edition of Radio Waves. My name is Mike Stark. And I am Richard Wagoner. And joining us today is a former program director here in the big city of L.A., Dave Beezing, because yep. we we need his expertise today on what we're going to talk about, which is not in this week's column, but will be in next week's column. Yep. Right, Richard? Yep, it will. Be. That being the changes at KNX News Radio. But let's go quickly over the column and uh, I think Dave may have some thoughts on the first part of your column, which is K-Rock has suspended the uh, two-minute commercial. Yeah, two-minute promise. Dave actually predicted this, and he told me that a long time ago and reminded me of it recently, that it, it wouldn't actually work. Uh, I think it could have worked had it been done by a different company, perhaps, or an owner that wasn't so far in debt and things like that, because I still think that if you can have a, a shorter break, you can start charging a premium for the commercials if you do them right. I just don't think that K-Rock ever did that. Plus, it really only works on stations where there's a growth. If you're if you're not growing, it's kind of hard to attract advertisers no matter what, uh, and, and especially in older media like radios become. So... So basically what they've done is they've dropped their promise of two-minute breaks, basically two commercials per break, and they've gone back to the standard of, what is it, Dave, about two breaks an hour, about 20 minutes each? (laughs) That leaves 20 minutes for music. That's not bad. Uh, (laughs) No, what is it? I I think they they did say they were going to have a limit of, what, four or five minutes in a break, maybe five um it's some stations cram six seven or more depending on the break uh depending on the time of day there's a there's a thing that's common now where uh stations will fill up like the 6 a.m hour and the 6 p.m hour with the uh long long breaks maybe even an extra break because that way their sales department can sell um more inventory into morning or afternoon drive but those times have less listenership to radio overall and they can jam more music into other hours. That seems counterintuitive in the sense of, see, I still look at commercials as something that you shouldn't really look at as a negative. You should kind of hype them up and make them work for you and make them work for the advertisers. So you're kind of like, to me, you're, you're delegitimizing your, your reason for existing, which is advertising. Yeah. I got to tell you though, your your head your column was headlined. Will this change at KROQ cause radio listeners to bolt? Yeah, David, I didn't write that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's right. You don't write the headlines. No. Well, they the answer to that question, whoever wrote it, is they've been bolting four times an hour um, yeah. mm-hmm. because there's four breaks an hour, and most <laughs> people do not listen to to full commercial breaks if they are near the button. There's mm. active listening and there's passive listening. If you have pass, if you're listening passively, you've got a radio on in the background while you're working or you're uh, making dinner or something, then you're not reaching for that button when the commercials mm. come on very often. But if you're in the car, then there's a lot of button pushing going on. And, and <laughs> but I that, always but tell isn't them, that the reason? Isn't that because of the long breaks? People know it's going to be a long break, so why bother listening through that? It's because there's a break Mm -hmm. and, and and they're not there for the break and they've got a button 
And so it could be, you know, how long does it take you when you have the option, like let's say you're watching a YouTube video that's got a commercial at the beginning or uh, you're on a TV station's news site and there's a video playing or whatever and they make you watch a video before a uh, commercial before you get to the video that you want. Mm-hmm. Do How long after when you can skip do you wait? <laughs> well, it's pretty much instantaneous, but most of the time it's because it's an ad that I don't care about. Well, most of the time it's an ad I don't care about on the radio, and it's pretty much instantaneous. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's the way most people are. They 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 jump. So that's why I predicted this would end uh, by the end of the year. And um, it, it's it's they are going to continue it in Seattle, I guess, where they had established it first. And and there was a time when you could maybe do that. It took a year and a half to two years in Seattle to teach people mm. that on this one particular station, you should listen through the commercial breaks. And it and it started to work for them, and it's still working for them there. Uh, but I'm not sure you can teach people that anymore because nowadays, attention spans, we're talking five, six years later than when they started it in Seattle. Attention spans are a lot uh, tighter, a lot less, a lot less lenient on that sort of a thing. The other thing that is a difficulty is, is you mentioned the, um, the concept of charging more per commercial. If there are fewer commercials, advertisers don't want to do that. Of course, they don't want to pay the, the premium charges for that. So it's a difficult sell. But if you think about it, the way you would sell that, if you were the radio salesperson coming from K rock and you were saying, Hey, you need to buy commercials on K-Rock because we only play two minutes at a time. So this is a benefit to you. That commercial salesperson is in effect saying that the commercials on other Odyssey stations in Los Angeles are worth less than mine. Mm -hmm. And Odyssey is not like that. And so at the very top reaches of the company, they did not want to have (laughs) a burnt earth, a scorched earth, uh, sort of a a benefit you have. You can't, you can't mention. Oh my God. Right. I hadn't even thought about that, but it totally makes sense. It it, it devalues radio and they're, they're a huge, they're the second biggest radio owner and they don't want radio devalued by having salespeople out there saying there's too many commercials on those other stations. It's funny. They, uh, so they devalue it in different ways. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> By putting your spot in the middle of those eight minutes <laughs> and expecting somebody to actually hear it. Okay, well, uh, let's move on because uh, we got a lot going on. Uh, this is a uh, the next part of your column is uh, kind of personal. Uh, it's about the morning show, Mornings on the Beach, which I was part of. And as you so succinctly put it, we fired ourselves. Yes. And uh, we're going to do more on this uh, in a future radio ways. We're going to have Danny Lemos on and tell us about what's going to happen. But gi- give give the listeners a rundown of what what we've done at uh, Twenty Two West. Well, I, I have to say this is actually in a in a weird way. I have to commend you because you're taking a show that was established and has a pretty decent following and giving it up. And basically turning it over to students. Why? Because you all kind of feel like, you know, it is a student station. Maybe it's time for them to take the reins. Yeah. And, you know, you know me long long enough to know, Richard, that that is that is what I how I believe and have always believed about the student radio. It's should be the students. So. Yeah, so I think it's great. I think it's great. I think well, we're going to have Danny on in a future episode. We'll talk more about what they're doing to search 
for our replacements. Yeah. Big shoes well, to fill, without a doubt. <laughs> exactly. But Congratulations yes, but on a great voice. run. Yeah. So uh, that's that. Then the doctor at uh, KBC, tell us quickly about that, and then we're going to get into the uh, meat of the show today. Well, basically what happened with that is when they got rid of the doctor hour, partly because they didn't want the pressure uh, from all the COVID uh, incidents and they, they just didn't want any light on them at all. So they got rid of the doctor hour and had the uh, recall hour or whatever you want to call it. They promised that the doctor hour would be back, but they kind of didn't start talking to the doctors again, uh, Dr. Kelly Victory being the main one. And she wants to have a little bit more more say in what's on the air as well as possibly possibly getting an actual paid shift. She's been doing that volunteer Mm. and she's been doing it for, what, five years now or something like that. It wasn't just during COVID. It started before. So what KABC is running now is the Save California Hour. And it's very generic, and uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. To me, it doesn't do anything. But maybe that's okay. just me. Have you talked to our buddy John about it? Yeah. He has. He's kind of remaining neutral on it. Okay. So. Wise move. Okay. And the final thing, you kind of tease something that's going to happen in the future, as far as you're concerned with radio, that you might be able to start covering by July the way the news stories yeah. have been going. <laughs> I have but, to turn it in next week for July. Yeah. Um, radio is dead. Okay. That's the basic premise behind some of the people I am talking to. Uh, and there's a future for radio, but it's not over the air. Okay. Well, well, well doing this uh, show has been a lot of fun. I want to thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that actually kind of segues nicely into uh, the main topic of the day, uh, which is that KNX uh, News Radio just moved to the FM. So uh, who wants to start this discussion? Richard, why don't you? Well, it's I suppose it was going to happen sooner or later anyway, because you had a station that was pretty much fully syndicated anyway. Almost every show on now, 97.1, was coming in from another city anyway, except for, I think, the 7 to Midnight show, which I think they syndicate elsewhere from here. And it just wasn't doing anything. The ratings have been kind of an embarrassment for a while, especially with the power that they have. And, and the, the listenership is lower than when KHJ turned to country, if you want to believe that. So, you know, what are they doing? And they realize also that the audience is aging older and older on AM. Young people aren't listening to AM at all. Of course, they're not really listening to FM either. But the idea is let's save the KNX news radio format by bringing it on to FM. Now, it's kind of interesting because when you think of the early days of simulcasting, that was when everyone listened to AM. A few people had FM radios. And if you wanted to tune in and hear better clarity, you could listen on FM. And that was kind of the reason for the simulcast back then. Now, I don't really see a reason for a simulcast because the FM stations cover so well. And if you don't listen on FM, you can always listen on the app, which is kind of what this one guy is saying is the future of radio. So I don't know if Dave is going to agree with this, but it almost seems like this is really a, a... an indicator that AM truly is on life support. Yeah. And I think, I think it has been for a while. So 
Yeah, it's I. I actually have the I've prepared the top ten reasons this is a smart move. Are you ready? I'm so, ready. Okay, number ten. The original strategy of what was AMP Radio when it launched as a CHR on ninety seven point one was not to win. It was to hurt, not to beat. Kiss. Mm. It was to pull Kiss down in the ratings uh, so that K-Rock would be number one, 1834. That paradigm doesn't exist anymore, and Kiss is struggling in, in its own right because number nine is that CHR is at the top 40, is at the lowest point that it's been in, in over 10 years. It's uh, really in a bad state due to the state of new music and the cycles that go through, that pop music goes through in general. Number eight. The growing Hispanic market uh, in Los Angeles makes it tough to imagine two mainstream CHRs as opposed to ethnic leaning of one way or another. Um, it's it's just very crowded uh, for that. Are uh, they considered it's... mainstream CHRs, though? I thought that they were kind of ethnic leaning. They are because that's what you got to be in L.A., but they've moved that thing around so much that I'm not sure what it is, uh, you know, at this point anymore uh, or the audience isn't sure. Uh, Number seven, low cost. It's it's definitely a uh, you've got all that expense, which is high cost relatively, uh, the the way Odyssey is doing it is they're trying to save do it as cheaply as they possibly can. But that format is very expensive um, to do the all news format. Uh, But putting it on another signal spreads those costs over uh, another signal. Uh, Six. The AM issue you're talking about. Um, for a KNX news franchise to continue into the future, it has to be able to reach younger listeners. And it's just it's just a reality that you could put um, – I was going to say, you could put Jesus Christ himself on AM, and KFI does that on Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there would – and you still would have a very hard time getting over, I don't know. 20% of the uh, under 40 crowd to ever check out something on, on AM. It just isn't going to happen. Uh, and there's, there are getting to be fewer and fewer cars with AM radios as well, mm-hmm. or uh, unfortunately both AM and FM are kind of buried in those in dash entertainment systems uh, that are coming out in the newest models. Uh, number five, FM is the new AM. 1834 listening is steadily uh, declining. Uh, I've seen stats in a lot of markets where the 18 to 34 average quarter hour listenership over the past year or two is down 20, 30, 40% or more in those younger demos. Mm. Uh, they're, they're streaming more and more and FM for music is, is getting to be difficult. And so it kind of is becoming what AM uh, was perceived to be in just, in the recent years. Uh, number four, it's working in other markets. Um, it's, it's the combination added together does better than just one station by itself, one signal by itself. It's a, it's a model they're used to at Odyssey and it, and it seems to be working for them. Uh, number three, it hits iHeart where it hurts. Uh, KFI as an example. Um, if you think about Think of it as kind of like a shopping mall, AM radio band. 
if you've got KFI at one end and you've got KNX at the other end, and then you've got these little boutique type things in between sports stations and, and so forth and so on, what happens to Macy's if Bloomingdale's goes out? It's not good for Macy's. It's not good for the mall. And, and mm. so it, it hurts KFI a lot if the other major tenant in that mall, to use that metaphor, is gone. Um, what else? Uh, number two, um, it's local, it's local programming and a lot of the audio, you know, audio has never been bigger, but most of the audio that's, uh, that is causing growth is national audio, whether it's podcast streaming, that sort of a thing. And then the number one reason that KNX news simulcast on 97.1 is smart is that the people on the LA radio discussion board don't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> then you know it's a good move. Yeah, that, absolutely. Right. So it's it's got to be a smart move. So here's okay. here's a couple questions. Uh, yeah, I've got off, some too, but go ahead, Richard. Do you think they're going to bring back the KNX FM call letters? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think, think they already turned that in. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Um, would KFI go on a station like real? Possibly. I, I, I think that there won't be a rush to do it because they don't really have any stations. Uh, iHeart doesn't have any stations that are not doing well. Right. And KFI is um, in the top 10 as it is. Yeah, it's true. Although the demos are old, I think they're barely top 20, 25, 54, right. uh, which is the money demo. But uh, yeah, it's there's not a huge reason. Uh, you know, news news talk as opposed to all news with the news wheel that KNX does. Uh, news talk has not done as well on FM as the news wheel uh, oh, simulcast has done in, in, in other markets. Yeah. So, but it, you know, eventually I think it will happen someday. If I were a program director at an iHeart music station in Los Angeles, I'd be trying to not be the low total <laughs> low, low man on the total. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, you, you know, uh, what's creeping up behind you carrying a big old scythe. But, <laughs> so if you stumble, if you stumble at another iHeart station, it could end up being a KFI uh, yeah. simulcast. It could happen. And I think someday that will just have to happen because for the same reasons of demographics and so forth. But I don't think they see an urgency to it. It doesn't need hmm. to be in the next year or two um, to, 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 to do that. There's no business reason. KFI is, is doing pretty well right now. Okay. So uh, is this the first signal or one of the first signals that AM is, is going to go away, do you think? Yeah, I, I think it's, I, I think that, I don't know if it'll go away, but yeah, there'll probably be some stations go dark um, in some places because they won't make economic sense to keep going. Um, it'll just continue to slide. You know, it, it won't be a sudden death. Okay. Uh, it's, it's just a, um, a continued fading away. So there's yeah. still a chance for Richard to uh, buy an AM station and well, revitalize. And, and once I get it, the audience going is going to come back. So okay, you know. yeah, well, okay. He he would figure it out, and <laughs> it's it's getting cheaper and cheaper <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> yeah, as we speak. Okay, the other thing I wanted to note is I don't know if any of you listened to the changeover when it happened, but it was 
it was actually from a radio point of view and from someone that believes radio is an art, it was the most horrible transition I think yeah. I've ever heard in radio. They basically just faded out uh, in the middle of a song and started the new format yeah. with no explanation of leaving. In fact, the promos that ran, you know, two minutes before made it sound like, oh, we're, we're continuing. Yeah. The jock signed off as if the next jock's going to be here any minute now. Well, and, and if you think about it, they were because they were broadcasting from another city to three other stations. So they are <laughs> going to be there. Yeah, I, it makes you wonder if the if the DJs even knew that their shift was the last one. Yeah. Um, I mean, not that they probably would have been given permission to do much else, but uh, right. yeah, makes you right. wonder. Now, the other thing that uh, I found interesting, and maybe maybe I didn't see all of the chatter on all the discussion boards, but I saw zero complaints about 97.1 now going away. Yeah. Zero complaints. <laughs> unlike your past station, unlike... The other legendary stations in LA, I heard nothing about anybody caring about it going away. Yeah. What does that well, tell us? <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, I, I hate to, I don't want to pile on to them because they, they, the, the staff, though most of them weren't local anyway, you know, they, they were talented people doing what they were asked to do. Um, but, it was that station was a utility. It was yeah. it, it it was another source for for pop music, without a lot of emotional attachment. I think is what that's yeah. telling exactly. you. Exactly. The audience yeah. didn't didn't have a huge emotional attachment to it. And and if you're going to be a streaming service on FM and people can't skip the songs and people can't have songs suggested to them based on their past listening and so forth and so on. Mm. Have you seen, by the way, do you, do you use Spotify and have you received that end of the year thing that they're sending yeah. out to everybody? Yeah. Isn't that cool? It is yeah. cool. And it because, cool. you know, it used to be at the end of the year, uh, radio stations would do countdowns for the year and it's like, you got your own personal countdown. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's mine, so mine was pretty weird because I check out a lot of new music uh, that I don't particularly like that much, but I check it out. And the next thing I know in my top 10 is a bunch of acts that I don't uh, care about. So, but, the, so these are lists you don't really want to show your friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I think mine, I hope, is being generated more from my kids. But yeah, but that, that um, the... The, if if streaming is is going to do a better job of creating an emotional attachment than radio, then you know that's um, that's that's a that's a tough that's a tough future. It, right. it certainly changes the thought process of what a programmer has to do. Which you've you've always talked about that that it's marketing and the connection and the website and whatever else. It's not yeah. just play the top 20 hits. Right. I have one more question about this. Is this going to help kiss? Yeah, it, it will a little bit. I mean, it's just in a time spent listening uh, sort of a way, it, there will be one less button for people to go to, 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 to hear, uh, Olivia Rodrigo, you know, 
Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've, I think we've, uh, we've, exp- you have any other questions, Richard? Cause he answered no. them all in that top 10. No. As, and no, I, I knew, in a way, I knew he in would. spite of what I posted on Facebook, I actually think it is kind of the future for KNX. I don't have any real problem with it. I, I just kind of look at it as it's kind of a waste of a simulcast, but I don't see this as a long-term simulcast in a weird way. They're going to dump it. If they, if they could sell off KNX to someone else, once the ratings are shifted over to the FM, I don't think they're going to hold on to it. I also heard a rumor that they might start bartering out that AM signal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's you know? uh, do they what what do they what else do they own on AM in the market? I'm not sure they own anything. Yeah, I don't think they they used to own KFWB. Um, well, they uh, that's right. Well, they have some interests some programming that they've already created for am in other markets that they might put on that uh, right. i wouldn't be surprised then in that in that case because for example there's a whole cbs sports network uh right. that's out there and i don't think that has a home here to i i to no, my it's, it's i've heard it on the hd it's awful okay yeah, it is pretty uh, bad. so there's there's things like that that they might yeah. do and in fact they're they've invested quite a bit they have a partnership with um with one of the um sports not supposed to call it this betting. Uh, oh yeah, betting. It's mm. sort of they're running so that on one of their HD channels, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, right, so they might actually shift it over once people are used to the idea. So you're yeah, right. But they, they, they do have to wait a while, though, right? Because it's going to take some transition yeah. for the yeah. older listeners to transition over to FM. I, I would think. <laughs> I was afraid you were going to say transition over to something else, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that too. <laughs> All right. Well, Dave, as usual, you've, you've uh, cleared up everything that we need. All the questions I had at least, and I yep. guess Richard as well. And uh, we appreciate your expertise well, on this program. So I give the discussion board people a hard time, but you know what? We're all entitled, entitled to our opinions and our viewpoints and our perspectives and, and, um, and, you know, that's mine anyway. Right. Very good. All right. Well, we'll all head back to the dis- discussion boards, and Richard and I will be back with you next week. Thanks for okay. joining us on Radio Waves. Okay. Take care. <laughs>